Hello, and welcome to All Things Cozy with Matt and Jillian, a bi-weekly podcast about everything that is warm, soft, and comforting. Today, we are here to talk cozy jams and pure moods on what we hope is just the first installment of what of a series we're calling Now That's What I Call Cozy <laughs> Music. Um, joining Very us today cute. for our discussion is our friend Robert Balkovich, a Bjork dork. You guys, I'm so happy to be here. We're yeah, so we're happy. Thrilled. Yes. Robert, uh, Robert is our forever friend. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know what that means, but he is. He is <laughs> it's accurate. Back. It sounds accurate. I actually only came on to um, protest that I was not even included in the poll for coziest listener. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's tough. Well, now you're making your debut. Year. Yeah. No, I'm super happy to be. And this is my pod. I've never been on a podcast before, yeah. so. I've known Robert for 11 years. Yeah, we've had a lot of cozy adventures Lots together. Lots of cozy times. And the cozy journey continues yes. today. <laughs> yeah, so we're talking all about cozy music, but of course we have our normal stuff we have to get through. Yeah. Now that we're not that we're begrudgingly getting through it, it's just going to warm us up before we dive into the the music that's made us cozy our entire lives. We'll each be sharing an album that has meant a lot to us and has given us mm-hmm. cozy feelings for a long time. Um, or recent cozy feelings, yeah. depending on, you know. Anyway. To start things off, let's talk about what's making us cozy this week. Robert? Yes. Would you like to get us started? What's making you feel cozy this week? I will. Um, I don't want to make anyone puke who's listening, but uh, being here in Los Angeles and visiting Jillian, <laughs> uh, like you know, we mentioned earlier, a longtime friend, and we are excellent vacation partners yes. together. We, can, we have traveled... Many times we've gotten ourselves into a lot of pickles and, and a lot of jams, but we are wonderful travel companions. And every time we go somewhere, we always will have like a crazy day and then go back to our hotel or whatever and just like yeah, cozy okay. up on the couch and watch TV. And no matter where we are, even if the location isn't cozy, I always have a cozy time. It's like Jillian. a husband and wife who like each other. We yeah. just, we like to eat at the same time. We just want to do the same things at the same time. So whenever we're traveling... It's just an easy, nice thing. And last night we cuddled up and watched House Hunters International. Yeah. And it was, with yeah. some wine. Yep. Can't imagine anything cozier. Yep. Yeah, it was super cozy. You would definitely be married if this were the 1950s. Oh, You'd I be think 100%, so, yeah. 100%. It would be a wonderful marriage, too. Yeah. Even though we were be. both, you know, secretly. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be happy on all yeah, accounts. No, I think we be. would. I think we, we would. Not be. all accounts, yeah. but most accounts. Most accounts. I would like him yeah. to have his dalliances, and I'm sure he'd yeah. let me do the same. Yeah, and you know what? It would be fine. Yeah. Um, but I think the, the coziest thing, and I think this is one of the coziest places you can reach with someone, is just like, being able to like go to dinner and just like sit quietly and not like awkwardly worry about like, oh, like I, mm-hmm. oh, we're quiet. We're not having a conversation. I, I feel like we reached that level of friendship where it, like there are times when we like chat all day and then there are times when we just like sit and enjoy each other's company. Yeah, we can just be, you know, ships passing in the night in the same house and then we can yep. be <laughs> talking up a storm. No, it's, it's true. That's really important, right? Sometimes I worry that like people are judging at other tables, my boyfriend and me, when we're just sitting there eating, but it's like... I see yeah, him all day. Yeah. We've talked a lot. Yeah. yeah. We're just enjoying our food. Yeah. And there are times when I see people who are not talking and it feels strained. Like, it, or like they'll, like, it, someone will be like, So I um, saw those flowers you put on the table earlier. And the other person's like, Yep, I bought them at Albertsons. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes you see people and you can tell that they are just like just vibing quietly space. with each other. Just bouncing off of you, Robert. What's making me feel cozy this week? Robert. Oh. <laughs> People listening are going to like, oh God, <laughs> throw their phones out the window. <laughs> Laying it on a little thick, don't you think? Well, uh, we, I, well, yesterday was really cozy. We walked around Echo Park Lake, which has so many ducks. It's just full of ducks. And I never was a big duck. Well, I already thought, thought about ducks, but my girlfriend had a, <laughs> had a duck growing up. So hmm. she really likes them. <laughs> I developed a fondness for them. So we're walking around the lake. We um, got Thai food, and then we just, like I said, watched House Hunters, and then Robert hung out with Matt, and so I had, like, a little place to myself, because we're staying at the Airbnb, and I had some wine, and I just, what's hours pass? Yeah. And it was super cozy. Did you, did you jump around, like, in risky business, yes. sliding <laughs> in your underwear? Yeah. Well, they had this little space heater, and it, and it moves, it's one of those moving space heaters, you know? 
Like a fan. Futuristic. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so, a fan, but with hot instead of cold. Yeah, and oh. so I had my... What will they think of next? <laughs> yeah. I had my feet sticking out, so it would just warm up my feet every so often. It was really yeah. time. Yeah, I, warmth is very cozy. <laughs> I agree. I did come home and just find Jillian, like, in the corner of the couch with, like, her hair tussled, like, the blanket pulled up to her chin. Amazing. Like, grinning like a, <laughs> like a fool. Yeah. That's so funny, because that's what I came home to last night with Brad. It's yeah. the same issue. Yeah. Everyone had a cozier night than us. I, I wouldn't say our night was particularly uncozy, but it was definitely not uh, in front of a space heater with a blanket. Right. Knowing... You can, that's like the height, the pinnacle. Yeah. Robert and I just like went to a party, yeah. came back to our significant other slash, I guess, other, like yeah. significant other in the <laughs> yeah. 50s, yeah. Uh, being f- feeling very cozy. I think, yeah. I think we're instructing them well. Mm-hmm. I think so. so. And I do think there's nothing cozier than when you're partner or friend or whoever you're spending time with is away and you know they're coming back in a few hours but you have that you're like mm-hmm. oh, i can just like spend two a couple hours doing whatever i've been yeah. wanting to do that i can't do with, with someone else around right finally yeah. get to ch- watch that movie that that person doesn't exactly. want to watch yep my cozy thing this week is a game it's not a person i'm not as sweet as you guys <laughs> i'm playing animal crossing pocket camp Ugh. a lot Oh, Robert has thoughts. Have you tried playing it? I tried playing it. I I haven't gotten into the pocket cap. I I'm such like seeing images of Animal Crossing truly like melts my heart into a puddle of like warm butter. Okay, so it's good feeling. Oh, absolutely. It's it's really cute. Um, but I mean, it can be a little stressful when they have their challenges. But by and large, um, what you do in this game is you set up a camp and you invite your animal friends to hang out. And then you get fruit for them and Aww. you eat together. It's really that simple. Um, you tend to a garden. So there's really, there's no competition or thing to no, do. No, there's, I mean. The stakes are low. The, yeah, there's nothing you need to do. Um, but if you want certain types of furniture mm-hmm. to, you know, add to your camp or, or certain amenities to add, like mm-hmm. you have to like build them and get crafting materials to build them. So, and to get crafting materials, you just talk to the animals. It's on your phone? Or? Yeah. And so I've had like a really stressful week this week and it's been nice to escape into this phone, this phone. Well, not my phone. My phone is not a great escape in general, but (laughs) this game on my phone is a nice escape just to worry about what the animals want and forget all my problems. It makes me cozy to think of you playing the game. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's not for everybody. I've had friends who've like, I'm like, here, here, try it and then friend me on it. And they're like, no, I can't do this. (laughs) I think I might. That seems up my alley. Oh, I think you would like it. Yeah, I don't like games necessarily that too competitive because i get too sucked into it yeah it's it's whatever you want so you 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 only need to build the things you want to build or like it's it's completely open-ended and like yeah how you like get money and stuff i don't know if it's the same as regular animal crossing but in regular animal crossing you get like money and items by doing favors for people so exactly same thing you like and you like make friends with people and they're like oh can you go like dig up a fossil for me and then you do that and they give you a chair. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Wonderful. So yeah, so that's making me cozy this week is Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. It's I'm a download Nintendo it. game. Check it out. Um and I will say I recommend for anyone listening who likes Animal Crossing, I recently started playing Stardew Valley, which you can get on your computer or I think on new- newer game consoles and it's like very similar it scratches the same itch, but it's like they have a, enough innovation that it feels like something new and exciting. Okay. And that brings us to cozy locations my cozy location this week is um, i can be specific but i'm gonna go general at first mexican restaurants Mm -hmm. have we said that before i said casita casita del campo okay i I knew we had like there had been something similar before yeah but um i'll echo it i guess this last couple of weeks i feel like i've just been making the rounds going to a lot of mexican restaurants namely uh don cuco's and Burbank or Studio mm-hmm. City. Um, I can't remember which. And uh, Sabores Ojoaqueños, uh, which we went to because we were trying to go to Guela Guetza, which is a famous Oaxacan mm-hmm. Mexican food place. Like, um, I guess Oaxacan cuisine, as, my as far as my understanding goes, is famous for like the mole, the mm-hmm. sauce. Um, and so we wanted like the similar vibe. And it was like right down the road. And the Guela Guetza wait was an, over an hour. We were not gonna. We're not yeah, into that. Yeah, no, I'm but never. Not so we just walked down to this other place that served similar food, and it was just so cozy and small and family owned, and everybody was so sweet and yeah. attentive, and can't go wrong. They had their own vegetarian menu. It was a separate menu, which was really nice. Um, and this is in Burbank, you said. No, this this one was in Koreatown. Oh, okay. So Guela Guetza and Sabores Oaxaqueños. I don't I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, that's in 
Koreatown, mm-hmm. but Don Cucos mm-hmm. is in Studio City or Burbank. I can't. I should have. I should have written that down. But Don Cucos, just look that up. Yeah, um, that sounds really good. But they were both really cozy, like really fast service. Don Cucos in particular, like they whisked us away. It's like that fantasy when you walk into a restaurant. And they just like take you immediately mm-hmm. to like, the best seat in the house through a like, tiled archway. Yes, yes. No, we went through three different rooms Wonderful. all the way in the back. It's like a, it's like really long, and they put us in the very back mm-hmm. in a uh, really cozy booth, and the food was amazing. The servings were sizes were generous. I'll and definitely have to go. Both places were were really good. So yeah. Mexican restaurants, info. my my cozy location this week. Very good choice. And my cozy location. Robert and I were talking about it, um, was my old apartment in Boston, my first apartment in Boston, which is in Beacon Hill, which is a pretty cozy neighborhood, just um, lots of beautiful homes. And I was in the top of the apartment building in this almost little attic-like space, I guess the best way to describe it. And it's just a studio and it was just me and Robert and a lot of my friends came to visit. It's a lot of good memories in that cozy little attic. And the birds. Oh, yes. And I had the finches. Julian was um, briefly a bird lady who I lived just, in an attic. I just decided, <laughs> I think I got them in Brooklyn. This one, yeah. I just walked by a pet shop and I just felt so sad for them. So I just got these finches, which I didn't not think about. There'd be a big undertaking. And so just me in the attic with these birds. <laughs> and I just moved there. Like so I didn't know too. anyone. Yeah. <laughs> As a transfer student. So like, imagine like at those first few months, all I had was those birds. Those birds and it was, the apartment was di- literally down the street from John Carey yeah. and Teresa Hines Carey's um, townhouse. So we would like be out, and when we were coming back to walk home to Jillian's place, we would stop and like peer through the like whatever like window we could look into, like poppers and like a Charles Dickens. But a hot tip: piece, John Carey stages his home, <gasps> so the he would always have like the one parlor room facing the street lit up. Always had a book open in the same yes. book. <laughs> <laughs> Everything looked exactly the same. So I guess he doesn't want people like actually seeing him living. Yeah, dirtbags like us, like <laughs> like peering through his window. So he would stage the home. But apparently, he gave out good Halloween candy. So okay, so those front facing windows are just yeah, they're staged. a facade. Yeah, they're a facade. And I just Wowie, see Teresa wow, wow, wow. Hines admonishing him. I guess that makes sense. I mean, nobody <laughs> wants to be like an animal in a zoo. No, yeah. so. But it was a good staging. It looked like a very cozy room. Yeah, it did. It, it looked ex- profoundly cozy, I would yeah. say. How about you, Robert? What's your cozy location? Um, my cozy location is a bit abstract, but just a craftsman home. I, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Nothing makes me... And I I think a lot of it has to do with my grandparents and my uncle on my dad's side um, lived in northeast Portland, and which is like block after block after block of like beautiful craftsman homes. And my uncle still lives there and his house is so beautiful and it's like just all the details, all the, you know, the wood and the, you know, glass doors and everything. And even actually this apartment kind of reminds me a little bit of parts of his, um, and he has like an atrium is, it's just, yeah, any, any craftsman home that I see, I just instantly feel like I, I did just like teleport myself into sitting in front of a fire reading a a book. Yeah. Yeah, Craftsman homes really seem to balance some open floor planniness, but also plenty of nooks to yeah. mm-hmm. oh, yes. to and, and, and have some private space. I actually love, I also think that there's nothing cozier than a closed kitchen. I know everyone's like obsessed with open kitchens uh, in our modern times. I love a closed kitchen where you can like be having a party and then like sneak in there to like tell a secret to a friend. Like or the like, Frasier kitchen. Yes. I think we're going to see that open floor plans, especially with kitchens in the living mm-hmm. area, are going to go out of style at yeah. some point. People are going to get so. sick of it. I mean, I get, it, it is kind of nice to, like, open up that space sometimes, but by and large, there are times when I want to be preparing food, and I don't want that to be part of my guest experience. Yes. Yeah. You know? And, like, there's, there's uh, again, there's no better place at a party to um, congregate than in a kitchen. Mm-hmm. There's almost a part of me that wishes that, like, you would still have the kitchen like in the basement and then everyone yeah. would be preparing food. <laughs> I guess I'm just imagining really rich people. Yeah, you, had, you're like, just thinking about like Downton Abbey. Like, <laughs> but I want servants is what I'm saying. Yeah. And I want them to prepare the food downstairs. I don't want to see them. I don't want to see them. I don't want to hear about it. And they can serve me upstairs. <laughs> and I don't want them to look at me when they bring it up. Exactly. Very cozy. Okay. So I think we're ready to dive into yeah. what we're here to discuss to get us in the mood 
Um, Robert reminded me of this commercial that would play in the 90s. Yes. Um, for the 90s, right? Am I getting oh, that right? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Um, a, like a compilation CD called Pure Moods. So let's get in the mood, some Pure Moods, uh, by taking down a trip down memory lane. Imagine a world where time drifts slowly. <laughs> A world where music carries you away. Woo, and yeah. Experience Pure Moods, the perfect soundtrack for your way of life. Direct from Europe. That one's big on my Pandora station. collection has won the hearts of millions. Set adrift with the time. Yeah, there's a couple of three uh, people with question mark. Yeah. Or take a trip like, into the yeah, for instance, the X-Files theme. The X-Files theme. <laughs> oh. No other collection gives you the feeling of pure moods. To order pure moods, call the number on your screen or send check or money order a for the amount shown. <laughs> so, so you could send that to us. Yeah. Delivery <laughs> we'll make you a playlist. Oh, we should make, start making our own pure moods. Yeah. Is that the Twin Peaks theme at the end? Yeah, so pure moods, one thing I love about pure moods is... It's, so I actually listened to it all the way through the other week because I, for whatever reason, thought about it. And like, probably like my not so like secret is I lo I love 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 corny like new agey good corny new agey music. But the thing about Pure Moods is it has like five really good corny new agey songs that you can really just like go to town on. And then it's like yeah, like the X Files theme or like the theme from The Exorcist, which is like not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when that came out, yeah, yeah, yeah not happening. Not it. what I what I arrived for. But yeah, that's. I mean, I think I remember watching that and being like, I wish I could buy that CD. I should have <laughs> yeah. asked my mom for a money Send order. A check, yeah. yeah, it was. It was one of my favorite commercials to come on in the in the nineties. It back, really brought back some memories. Yeah, well, and also like back when you couldn't just like go like play something on youtube or on like pandora or whatever like if you like wanted to hear those songs you literally had to not even like at the store you had you had to send it in a check or money order or wait for the commercial again which is what i just did right or be very versed in world music and yeah. really know that section in and yeah. out okay so that's the overview i guess of yeah. cozy music yeah. it's very like i guess electronic Lots I of enya. a lot of yeah a lot of yeah. enya i always associate cozy music with i guess i have two um, schools of thought on this. One is the classical mu music and kind of like light piano. That's yes. very cozy to me. Some like light guitar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but then there's also the new agey sort of um, electronic. Yes. With like lots of unique soundscapes mm -hmm. and uh, languages you can't understand yeah. and large, like they sound like epics a lot of the time. Yeah. They all and kind of sound like they belong in Lord of the Rings. The, uh, and that vocal thing that you hear in like any sort of like fantasy or ancient Egypt movie that I, that's just like, <laughs> <laughs> so cozy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that does it for me, but it does it every time. Oh no, I, I live for that. <laughs> um, all right. So, I have queued up first um, Jillian's pick, Ooh. which is also, I mean, I'm glad she's choosing this one because it's, it was also hugely important for me. Mm -hmm. So Jillian, uh, introduce your pick and then we'll listen to a clip from okay. from that song, for so that, from that album. My cozy pick is Dido's No Angel, which my mom is a big hit with her too. So she played it all the time. And that's how I got into it. And it just reminds me of the music that we'd be playing at Borders. Mm. You know, you'd hear it in the background, be looking for a book, which is one of my favorite things to do when I was younger. Would go to be going to go to Borders, pick out a book, and listen to some Dido on the way home. It so. is it is great cafe music. So let's take a listen really to probably the most successful track on No Angel, yeah. probably maybe of Dido's career. Thank you. Bongos. And a, a flute solo is oh, essential. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Extremely essential. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I could listen to Dido all the time, but it's one of those things where I don't 
want to listen to it all the time. Mm. I like to savor it for, yeah. a, mm-hmm. you know, a particularly cozy day or just when I'm in that space and mood. Absolutely. I yeah. feel like it is an album that I save. I don't listen to mm-hmm. it for maybe a few years at a time. Same. Mm-hmm. But then, like, when I re-listen to it for this episode, I'm immediately transported back to being a child. Oh, mm-hmm. me too. Because I remember listening to this album, and I can't remember exactly which Harry Potter book I was reading at the time, but it was like a... a a double combo of me reading, I think, Goblet of Fire and listening to Dido all night. Like, I would just, I would restart the album on my Walkman. Yep. And that would just be me, like, as an, I think I was in middle school at that point, like, kind of angsty and, and trying to figure things out. And so Dido and her, you know, her musings on love and independence yeah. um, <laughs> really resonated with a middle school <laughs> yeah. boy. Um, yeah. Well, she, I don't know. She always, that all seems like a nice person. Yeah, I think she, and I think she actually is, and she, as far as, and I, I might be misstating this, but I think she does, like, write and produce basically all of her own music, and I think she's known for being a, like, very smart businesswoman and, like, a very talented um, sort of, like, producer and writer in addition to being, like, to just, like, having good songs. Yeah. There's something just very perfectly early aughts about yes. um, Dido, and... Mm-hmm. Especially even just like looking back at her videos, like the color blocked clothes. Oh yeah, and it's the, the hair. extreme eyeshadow. That's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she, because like the '90s had this huge folk revival, and I think that like that album that came out like at the end, like I think 1999, it just like is this sort of like perfect like send off to that moment where it's like has some of those like characteristics but it's like really sort of like being like okay like we did the weepy guitar stuff now it's time to like sort of if we're going to be doing this like sad music it's got to be we got to like amp it up a notch yeah it's this it's this great marriage of acoustic and electronic yeah mm-hmm. yeah because there are some the last song of the album which is maybe my favorite song on the album is like all electronic it's like very it was very like in like in credits of a movie. No, I music. always imagine like me standing on a rooftop, yes. like looking out dramatically. Perfect sound. Yeah, it was like, like my hand. No, like oh, it, like I in it was the, the music. <laughs> like in. I always think of the pilot of Queer as Folk, yes. where they're standing on the roof and like one's like about to jump or something, and he's like, "No," and they, well, maybe not. I think they're just Show holding me each where other. You're going right. And and so like it just felt like this triumphant like proud to be gay song. I don't know. Uh, I yeah. I interpreted it as like it actually sounds like a pride song to me. It yeah, very it, much so. Yeah, because I also got into it in middle school. Um, and it it, it uh, like you said, it's one of those albums that like instantly like transports me back to like sitting in my like the bonus room in my parents' house with the CD in the slot and my pastel iMac computer playing and just like being just like in so, so enjoying just like wallowing in sadness because i was you know there's a joy in being uh, yeah. <laughs> wallowing in your sadness yeah absolutely also i mean i think i mentioned this on a previous podcast but this is billy crystal's favorite album of that year um, he mentioned that in a vh1 interview i can't who? forget I, I don't know why i remember that interview but i thought for, for a second i imagined that someone had like asked billy crystal like could you please give us a list of like your favorite albums for every year <laughs> Like people are <laughs> going to we, Billy Crystal. I mean, yeah, the, the the Crystal Rundown <laughs> yeah. of music. Yeah, we all need that. No, that, I, it'll be all old jazz standards probably. Yes, but yeah. I think I don't know. During that time, like it, it, he was on the pulse, and mm-hmm. he's a Dido fan. So, and I will also say, nothing makes me cozier than when I hear "Thank You" and it doesn't turn into the Eminem song. Oh, oh yes, nothing Jesus makes me, next, nothing makes my heart yeah. like jump up when it no, when it doesn't that turn into that song. song you know what though on the other uh, but on the other hand i think if it weren't for that oh, song i wouldn't know about dido no we would no one would ever heard of that album so she would be working at a burger king right we now. should be grateful to eminem for elevating dido i think that's actually the crowning yes. achievement of his career yep you're absolutely yeah, right of his career yeah yep. <laughs> yeah no seriously I, I i think that i could really leave eminem but for that fact you know mm-hmm. thank yep. you eminem thank yeah. you eminem i never thought i'd say those words <laughs> yeah an extremely uncozy yeah. Yeah, yeah. artist. Maybe has the least cozy person. One of the most cozy yep. people. Mm-hmm. All right, Jillian, what's your cozy pick for that album? What's 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 the coziest track in your opinion? Here with me. Here with me. All right. Well, let's hear here with me. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, stop it. Wow, right he cut it like crescendo. right before the Right at the crescendo. That was cruel, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like I was getting to the edge of yeah. the cliff and yeah. then just <laughs> So many nights I spent just lying in bed, like have doing like a montage in my mind of my middle school crush oh. and to that song. Like, Aww. if only you were here with me. Yeah. It's so sweet. It's, uh, pathetic, but, you know, also, it's also so sweet. sweet. No, it's good. I, Dido's in a, a constant rotation in any sort of, anytime I make like a bath playlist, she's always there because it really is great music for just, yeah, like sitting in a bathtub, mm-hmm. um, ruminating on life and love. Mm-hmm. And, and just be, when you're feeling like dramatic, it's just like the perfect like thing to listen to it's very calming very very calming and so now let's move on to robert's uh cozy album so can you introduce uh your cozy album yes my cozy album is vespertine by bjork which is uh came out in the early 2000s and was the first album i ever purchased on an ipod Hmm. all right let's take a listen to one of the tracks from vespertine That's correct. That's right. And this one, I believe, is called Hidden Places. That's correct. Oh, I got it right. Okay, here we go. Or Hidden Place, I think. What's cozier than a hidden place? Yeah, truly. So how did you get into Bjork and where does this album fit into your cozy development? I um, I first got into Bjork. A friend of mine had her greatest hit CD in like high school and I, I burned it from her um, and listened to it like a hundred million times on repeat. And all my favorite songs from that album were from this album and yeah, I, I have like such distinct memories of listening. I grew up in Oregon and I have such distinct memories of like a winter where I got this album and just listened to it all the time because it's very particularly a winter album. And one thing I like about it is that it's a winter album that is not Christmassy. So it's like really you can start it, start listening to it in November and carry right on through to like the end of February with listening to it. And one thing I think in addition to just like, to me, the music sounding cozy and I know Bjork, Bjork doesn't, isn't cozy for everyone, but I think this album in particular is, but she very particularly made it to be about the idea uh, surrounding the idea of like being at home and like so, sort of your home being like a safe place. And if you listen to the songs, all the beats that you hear, all those little like clicks and beats and stuff like that, 80% of that is actually, she just like went through her house catalog recording and cataloging just like sounds around her house, like books flipping open and cards and like footsteps and like t- cups being set down. So a lot of the music in it is actually just like sounds from around her house that she recorded and mixed to sound like music. That's cool. I didn't know that. We should do that. We should make a new All Things Cozy theme song. Yeah. Bjork style. I guess you're right. That wouldn't, that would be a good idea. Yeah, just us slamming cozy mystery novels down on the table. I don't know, pouring coffee, turning a page. Yeah. The crackle of a... I'm inspired. Yeah. I'm inspired by Bjork. Yeah, I mean, the, the songs in this album are extremely lush. Yes. Yeah. And they have like a, a density that... What I like about this album is it is... And I think actually all of the ones that mm-hmm. we're sharing, maybe with the exception of mine, but we'll get to that. They're dynamic. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they they have a range of moods. So some of the songs can be a little bit, you know, intense or really emotional. And then others are extremely calm. Mm-hmm. But they, they all have a kind of a, a common thread of, I don't know, introspectiveness that I feel yes. like is, is very cozy. I think all of these are really inward facing lyrics and songs. and Very kinda, much so. Yeah. And so, that's, yeah, that's very much what um, this album is about. And, and again, like she had written, because all of her albums in the 90s had, were known for being very like poppy and bombastic and soaring and sort of like wild. And she really wanted to sort of take things in a more like I don't want to say quieter because you know Bjork has never done anything that's like yeah. quiet but in sort of a more like very much the album is actually originally titled Domestica because and she wrote this song for it but that was just all about her looking for her keys and like looking around her house so it's very 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 much so like centered in the home and she's from Iceland so you can just imagine her like puttering mm-hmm. oh, around yeah. a little like cottage in Iceland um flipping cards and you know that's a nice uh history and background that makes it a lot more cozy thinking about it that 
Boy, she's just puttering around her house. Yep. Sounds like the perfect Huga album. Yes, yeah. very much. Yeah, um, oh, yeah, very much so. I could probably make an album based on that because I lose my keys I, all the I time. Want, I want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Can you record puttering. that with your phone and we'll play it? Yeah. <laughs> G-York. <laughs> G-York. Oh, <laughs> All right, Robert, so what is the coziest track, in your opinion, on this album? For me, the coziest track is the second song, which is called Cocoon, which is... Already cozy, title alone. Already cozy, and it's, Mm -hmm. I think of all the the tracks, it's the most, that sort of centers the most on that idea of those micro beats that she created, and you can really, really hear them um, in this track, especially. And lyrically, it's it's about a, a new relationship, and it's just the way she describes things that are like, romantic and sexual and sort of like but it's done in a way that's just extremely um it it really does feel cocooning and it really does feel like someone like whispering it out of a you know out of like a place of just being totally enraptured by somebody okay let's listen to cocoon very warm song I like yes. the ending yeah um and you picked my favorite part of the song which i think is when you uh really i won't go into detail but if you really listen to the lyrics from that section and think about it for a sec you'll like understand what she's talking about and it's a very not cozy <laughs> subject that she presents that she manages mm. to write in a very cozy way yeah I, w- I was excited that you picked bjork because i i do think of her as kind of um like a, it's like a cacophony when yes. i imagine her yeah. music just like um, screaming into a polar vortex right yeah. but obviously within there there's a lot of depth and warmth mm-hmm. in her in her music yeah. and i think this is a great choice that i hadn't considered before thanks yeah, matt it's perfect thank you robert okay so now for i have to, i feel like i had to address the elephant in the room yeah enya oh right so <laughs> jillian just gave me the jillian most really looked like look, we were about like to like expose her <laughs> what are you worried <laughs> What is going on? I'm on edge. Are you that alarmed by Enya? Yeah. <laughs> Did you have some traumatic moment set to Enya music? No, I really like Enya. I like that song Blue. Right, Blue? Um, is it Caribbean Blue? Caribbean Blue. I like that song. And then, yeah, so there, she's she's famous in the New Age world. I mean, she's obviously on Pure Moods. Yes. She has mm-hmm. several tracks on I think, Pure Yeah, moods. she has like three tracks on Pure Moods. And... You know, she's known for Only Time, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, the Lord of the Rings song, May It Be, um, Orinoco Flow. Make it uh, the Sail Away song. Exactly, the Sail Away <laughs> song. For the longest time, I thought that it was Ocarina Flow. Oh, like, like in Zelda. Because of Ocarina of Time. Right, right exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's Orinoco. Which makes sense. She says it. I don't know why. But she like she says it like in the middle of like there's like eight other vocal tracks and like a million strings it's, happening. Yeah, over it's it. so layered. Yeah, and there's so much sound going over it. You really can't always understand what she's saying. Yeah. and she also sings in a made up language called Loxian for a lot of her music. So. I did not actually know that. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, <laughs> so her friend like and collaborator has made up a language called Loxian with Enya, and it's a full language that she sings oh, in some wow. songs. Yeah, I mean, she really is going full, like, Middle Earth. Wonderful. And she, and she has been. You can see why she was picked for Lord of the Rings, because, like, she's been living that, that high priestess yeah. elf life. She's about that life. Her, yeah, yeah, her entire, her, since she's been born, essentially. Yeah. I, I do feel like there's a documentary waiting to be made about, like, the Enya before Enya. Like, when yeah. did this happen? Or maybe she was always this way, but I don't know. I, I want to imagine there was, like, a, a pivotal moment where she, like, emerged as this, like, Celtic witch. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> Anyway, so the the album I want to highlight is obviously Enya has limitless cozy music, so, yeah. Yeah. but I therefore I want to highlight her most recent work, which is her album Dark Sky Island, which came out in 2015. So let's listen to the the first single off of uh, Dark Sky Island called Echoes and Rain. I throw the night. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All yeah. right. Yeah. So, so many jams. <laughs> so many jams. And that, I mean, this album sounds a lot like her previous work, but oh, there, yeah. it is also, there are some songs that are a little darker, I want to say, um, than the other ones and more contemplative. And yeah, but, but by and large, this is sort of just Enya doing what Enya does best, um, which is heavy synths over mm-hmm. layered vocal mm-hmm. tracks in a made up language. And yep. it's beautiful. And I, I appreciate that she obviously has reached the point of her career. She's like printing money, probably just from pure mood sales, pure mood money orders alone. And she just is like, I'm just going to keep making like basically like variations on this same song like a million times. Everyone loves it. Um, and that's that. Her music is just make, puts you in a place where you can just imagine all these scenes. No, exactly. Right. It's all very elemental. All of Mm -hmm. her music is based in nature. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so there's songs about the ocean, songs Mm -hmm. about the forest, right? And so they're sort of universal. I actually had a moment re-listening to this album the other day, and I was thinking, I'm really out of touch with nature because here Enya is like really having these deep thoughts about clouds. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I haven't looked at a cloud. (laughs) For forever. construction outside your room. I haven't looked at a cloud both sides now. (laughs) So yeah, I think like what's really wonderful about her music is they sort of they they bring you back to basics. They do. In particular, this album it's called Dark Sky Island because she's talking about um, this island called Sark. So it's a, it's a real island, Sark. It's off the coast of France, and it's a small community, and all the residents are committed to um, emitting no like pollution. Mm. So there's this idea of like going back to nature, removing electronic distraction, and, like, confronting those universal themes. Enya describes her own album in this way. She said, the album is about journeys to the island through a length of a lifetime, throughout history, throughout emotions, and through journeys across great oceans. I agree. Which is the most Enya thing I could have ever imagined coming from her. So that's really perfect. Yeah, Yeah, I really enjoy listening to this album and like part of it i think one of the sort of cozy aspects is like you said especially with this track i kept sort of like it reminded me of orinoco flow in a way that was just like very like oh yeah i love that song and then like oh i love this song now too and it's just like very like mm. it just like puts you in a good mood too yeah warms yeah. you right up it's also really just good atmospheric music mm-hmm. i can always do work to enya yes um it's just good background yeah tracking for just daily life mm-hmm. and errands and if I am feeling, I'm not even kidding. If I'm feeling really stressed after a day at work, I will put on Enya and it will relax me. Yep. Probably because I'll start thinking about, oh yes, the forest is nice. Yep. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm an animal yep. and I don't have to be worried about <laughs> yep. this paperwork. Playing with your animals on your phone. That's yeah, right. Like exactly. Yes. <laughs> Na- nature is cozy. Yeah. I feel like the closer we get back to that, the the happier we might feel in some ways. But yeah, so I mean, there's obviously if you don't know much about Enya, Enya is a really famous and wealthy. Irish artist. She lives in a castle, which is also very cozy. Yeah. What was not not cozy was that um, I I was reading her Wikipedia page, and I guess someone tried to break into it in 2005, which is why she installed all of the security, and they like they assaulted her maid and stuff. That's sad. This is not. I mean, this is not okay. She. This is terrible for Enya and for that poor maid. But she like (laughs) she shut herself in her panic room, and I just want a movie about Enya (laughs) in the panic room. I imagine her panic room just filled with candles and Hallelujah. like some of those, some, some of those like her maids being assaulted. Outside. <laughs> She's like playing the harp in a panic room. <laughs> There's like those those uh, portraits of like the live waterfalls, like the that light up. <laughs> not cozy, not cozy. <laughs> Um, and uh, yeah, so I, she's a really fascinating figure. She's never gotten married. She doesn't have children. I just, I, and she's really private. Just, yeah. it was just in this last album that she really opened up to doing more interviews and doing some live performances. And, and there's a really good profile of her that came out a couple of years ago and I don't. It's on Buzzfeed. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm going to link to that. It, um, yeah. And it's really good. And it's, it definitely like sort of paints her as like a more complicated 
figure than you would guess from her music, from how cozy her music is, which I appreciate. I'm a big fan of of celebrities who are not just like, um, you know, cookie cutter, nice people all the time. Um, and our friend Rory, um, who's from Ireland, um, lives down the street from her, which I'm almost positive is an actual fact and not just me being like everyone in Ireland lives down the street from me. Wait yeah. a minute. Did we check and see if he was the stalker or that broke into her house? <laughs> no comment. We need, we, okay, we need to do some background <laughs> checks on our friend because we might know that person. Okay, so Jillian, this is, this is, this is an all things cozy first. Yeah. Yeah, Jillian's going to bounce in the middle of a recording. Sorry. She has to go to work. No, she's not very cozy. So um, the man. That's the, the life of a freelance writer. You yeah. get assignments. You have to go. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Sorry, my editor didn't get back to me until this morning. What? I have to go to the Burbank. So, yeah. Which is not the coziest. The hustle um, is real. Yeah. Hustle. So, real. but you know what? Robert and I are going to hold down the fort and finish up our, yes. our cozy music rundown. My cozy celebrity will pop in. It's Mar- Martin Short. talk amongst yourselves (laughs) on on the way here jillian i was like trying to text someone and jillian just said out of nowhere who was the um like officiant or like the bridal plan the wedding planner and father of the bride and for whatever reason i just like reset my brain in a way where i was like staring at my phone and it just looked like hieroglyphs i was like what are you talking about right now and it was because she was trying to figure out who martin short i love martin short i love enya (laughs) (laughs) bjork's Love her too. Yep. Dido. Dido. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, a lovely time. I'll see you later. Yeah, I'll see you later. Bye, Jillian. We'll, 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 we'll see you in a couple weeks. Yeah. In terms of the podcast, yeah. I'll, see, I'll see you later today in terms of real life. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right, now that she's gone, we can, we can really dive into Enya. Jillian was holding us back on truly I, dishing about Enya. I did request, I had like 80 albums that I could have chosen. I did request for this to be a four-hour-long podcast. <laughs> Right. I mean, we're, we're, we're not that long into it. We just started a little bit later than we wanted to. Yes. And, and unfortunately, we ran out of time with Jillian. But yeah, like scheduling um, is what it is. We will, we will overcome. We will continue As, um, yes. talking about Anya. So I, I, before we uh, move on to the next thing, I do want to share what I think is the coziest track on this album, mm-hmm. which is Diamonds in the Water. Excuse me, Diamonds on the Water. Excuse, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so... Yeah, so let's take a listen to Diamonds on the Water. beautiful it, it it when those strings come in it really did um give a flutter in my heart yeah it's like, like it's like this it was. really pretty processional yeah i could i could be walked down the aisle to that song oh absolutely <laughs> I, but again in classic enya form she's asking us to listen to the river yes, yes. right we're just looking at the diamonds on the water diamonds on the water summer the light reflecting summer. yeah it's yep. it's just really simple and gorgeous and ugh, yeah. i love enya so much also that wood block um sound <laughs> yes. i cannot get enough wood block in my music N- seriously yeah it's, it's actually in the modern pop landscape woodblock is sadly missing it is and you every once in a while you'll hear it and it literally just like ignites like my i get like a tingle up my spine and the last time i heard it done really well is a song by fka twigs called good for love which is actually a super cozy song a lot of her songs are not cozy they're beautiful but they're not very cozy but this one is like very cozy and it has like the most perfectly timed just one of the woodblock in the in like the second chorus and you're not expecting it and then it happens and it's like (gasps) It's yeah, it's it's phenomenal. It's really I feel like more artists should take a page out of new age artist book with, yeah. and incorporate some of these electronic elements and yeah. wood blocks or whatever that is. Yeah. Uh, Cuz yeah, I, I don't know. At least now I feel like a lot of pop music sounding the same. Yes, and I think that it, yeah, which is like, you know, different strokes for different folks, but 
it is like when you hear, especially like very well done sort of like calming new age music. And like you were saying earlier about putting it on for like work or whatever. Yeah. It's, there's nothing better than finding an album that like it both has like sort of the depth that if you wanted to like sit and really listen to it, you could, but also is sort of like just soothing enough that if you want to just throw it on in the background while you're, you know, getting some, sending some emails or whatever. And it's just, sits it just sits there in the back of your mind you don't have to like think about it or just wraps you in a, a warm glow absolutely so those are our cozy picks bjork dido enya i'm gonna make a playlist on spotify or Ooh. something and i'll share that out and let's make that a habit we'll start like a cozy yeah now, that's think, what i call cozy music playlist. i think that's a great idea this will be volume one wonderful all right so any final thoughts on cozy music, Robert? Are you ready to move on to celebrities? No, I think I'm ready to move on. I think I've, I've said my piece about cozy music. Everyone <laughs> knows where I stand now. All right, so let's uh, move on to celebrities that calm us. So, again, if you're still, if you're just joining us, uh, this is the first episode you're listening to. The owl sound is meant to say, <laughs> not to signify who who will be the celebrity that calms us. We know Jillian's was Martin Short, and. Yes. We didn't really get an explanation. No, I actually don't think he's very good. I, I, I'm assuming there is some particular memory. For me, Martin Short, I just always think of um, an arrested development when he's their like fake uncle who like has lost the use of his legs from a weightlifting accident and has to be like thrown around the room by a huge muscly guy. Yeah, when I think of Martin Short, I think of this really frenetic energy. Yes. And... <laughs> That and he, yeah, and also just like a lot of hit or miss comedy. Very much so. But Jillian's picks have always been controversial, and that's yeah. one thing that I like yeah, about her. That's, I respect she, Jillian's cozy picks. They're yeah. they are, if nothing else, unique. They're unique, and she remains uncompromised. That's right. Yep. Um, so Martin Short for me, um, actually Robert, why don't you go first and then I'll move into mine. So mine is kind of a cheat cause it's a way to, to wedge a fourth, uh, music person into this conversation that I, that I almost picked, but I didn't because she's a new obsession of mine and I wanted to go with someone who I had been with for a long time, but it's the British singer, Jesse Ware. Okay. Yeah. I'm familiar. Yeah. Who's had three albums. Her first two albums are like some of the best. And when I say adult contemporary, I think people like often have like a very like blah, like reaction to that, but it's like the best adult contemporary music and that it's like, it is like music made for grownups. Like it's very mature. It's very lush. It's very, um, a lot of it is very like, it's sort of on first listen, it sounds like it's sort of just like something you've heard before, but she does all these like cool things. And her second album in particular is like one of my new favorite cozy albums. It's called Tough Love. And it's just like so like lovely and beautiful and interesting. And there's like a, a good variety, it like stays in this one tone, but there's like a good variety of songs on it. And it's, yeah. So she's, and she also just herself is a very like, she's one of those like celebrities that like when you, whenever you see her in an interview, she's warm and funny and smart and confident in a way that you trust. Anytime she's, she's talking to someone, you always trust like, this is going to be nice. Yeah. I feel like I've listened to a lot of her music as sort of like, um, I'm getting ready to, uh, paint the town red, so I, it it kind of gets me amped up. If I'm thinking of the same artist, you might not be because well, her so first maybe I'm not. Her first album does have some more sort of like isn't um, there like a couple of dancey songs she has? She has one. Oh, okay, so she has one very particularly dancey song that is was like a bonus track on her first album that became a single. Okay, um, and her first album does have some more like um, dancey stuff, but a lot of it is very vibey type of like moody music her and her second album in particular is very much very in the cozy music lane staying on that thread of cozy music right so jesse Ware and i just feel like we have to acknowledge the horrible loss that has happened in the music oh, God, world yeah right dolores or reardon from of the, the, of the cranberries Oof. there there are those celebrity deaths that happen and they really affect you i and, and sometimes you're surprised yeah. too at like how much you realize like the loss you feel David Bowie for me was one of those where, I mean, I always was a David Bowie fan, particularly of like, I mean, I feel like of our generation, Labyrinth is a huge you know, touch point for, yeah. for Bowie or like a lot of his acting, honestly, the hunger, uh, I always liked. And, um, a lot, even his, his like little wonder <laughs> I enjoyed a lot. Mm -hmm. And so, when, but then when he died and I realized like there was even more stuff that he was a part of Yes, and 
subconsciously, I feel like I had recognized that and felt this enormous... I really felt like I was grieving for a year when David Bowie yeah. died. With Dolores O'Riordan, I immediately just felt completely depressed for the rest of the day because yeah. she... The Cranberries are just such a seminal 90s band. Again, speaking of, like, dynamic range, have some of, like, these, like, awesome hard music yes, with, yes. With, with guitar yep. that gets you going or really soft, beautiful yeah. melodies. And I, I, you don't often find a band that's that flexible and has yes. that kind of range. And it's, I think it's, I think because, like, music has sort of, like, the power to be, to, like, no matter, like, what type it is or, like, how good it is or whatever, like, Often you'll hear something and it will trans because of when you listen to it, it immediately transforms you back. But they, I think it's under recognized how uncommon it is to have a song that like just is a decade. And for me, like linger or dreams, just mm -hmm. like that, just, I can't describe how it, it just feels like the nineties when I hear that in a way that's that a lot of songs, even from the nineties, they're like, Oh, I love this song in the nineties, but those songs just, feel like the night like they defined a decade yeah cranberry's music was the soundtrack for so much so many 90s films yep i mean obviously clueless but so yep. much so many more yeah that i feel like their their music has enhanced the countless other pieces of art absolutely in particular for Dolores O'Riordan, her voice, incredible phenomenal. it's like the yeah. power in that voice yeah. is when the power in she had the power, but also the restraint, because there's so many, especially in like dreams, that sort of like last sort of like run of just like, you know, wailing. It's like it could be just like totally like, you know, out of control, but it's so controlled and so beautiful and so perfectly matches like the the uh, background. It's yeah, she she was an incredible vocalist. Absolutely. So I, I just want to take a moment to. Uh, remember Dolores O'Riordan yes. at the Cranberries. Yeah, and uh, gone too soon. Way too soon. That yeah. was really tragic. Before we go into our candle review, mm -hmm. I know it's so sad. Yeah. Um, and and Jillian, Jillian less, Jillian, no less. Yeah, yeah extra um, sad. But we've soldiered on without her. Yeah. Uh, so before we get into the candle reviews, though, I do want to thank those of you who have uh, given us some five-star reviews, especially after Dave White basically intimidated everybody into doing so. Um, so thank you, Dave. Uh, and also thanks to those of you who took the time to write a review. It does mean a lot. So I want to shout out to RMC63 for your five-star review. And also MAMPDX is how I'm choosing to read that screen name, too. Sure. Um, thank you so much for your kind words. And I also want to uh, shout out to Blue Jean Amy, whose review was extremely positive, sweet, uh, generous, but whose rating was one star. And I can only imagine that was hope, yes. an error. Um, regardless, the review itself was extremely sweet. So, you know, first of all, thank you for your kind words. But secondly, Blue Jay and Amy, if you do have a moment, please yeah. check to see if that's the star rating you meant to give. And just note for everyone, those ratings, uh, once you click that button, you can't go back. So really make sure you're, you're you can't change hovering it? right. I don't think so. I think, really? Yeah, I think it's like the same when you take an Uber and like you click it and like uh -oh. it goes away. So really, everyone, you got to make sure you're careful. Just well, to, just I, I hope Blue Jay and Amy, if, if you're listening, you can go back and... We'll see. I, I will be petitioning iTunes to yeah. have that. Well, or, you know, if you haven't left a review, you could just balance it out both with some more five-star yeah. reviews. That's another option. Um, but as always, just thank you so much. It, it really does keep us going. It means a lot to know that people are enjoying the podcast. All right. So I think it's time to review our candle. I have a little tale to tell before oh. we get into rating the candle. Last night, I didn't, I didn't have a new candle. I mean, I do have a constant backstock of Yankee candles. There is actually an open box of Yankee candles in the living room right now just to <laughs> set the scene for everyone. But I do like I, I want to make sure that we're getting a diversity of candle mm -hmm. brands. So I, I really wanted to save those for like a real desperate moment. So um, and I was not that desperate last night, but I was a little desperate. So I, I know I live in, near this place in LA called Larchmont and there's like a, um, this high street. And, and so I stopped by cause I knew there's some gift stores there. I could find some candles and I couldn't find the gift store I was thinking of. And so I was like, Oh, I'll just go to Rite Aid. And I, I walked into Rite Aid and they have a candle section, yeah. but they're all like $10 and they look like, you know, melted poison. Yeah. It's a, like a back of a toilet candle, not a yeah, nice not, candle. And it, there's so much of it too. It's like, it's good value for the size of the candle mm -hmm. you're getting, but then it looks like the most, like, it's the brightest, weirdest, like, bleachy co color. Yes, yes, neon. Um, combined with $10, it's just like, yeah. it was just not, it was not doing it for yeah. me. 
And I just couldn't, I couldn't imagine recommending that candle. It seemed like a waste of money. And so I leave and there's a diptyque right next door. Mm. And I've never purchased a diptyque candle. And I was like, oh, I should, you know, let's just go check that out. And I I know why I haven't purchased a a diptyque candle before because they're crazy expensive. Mm -hmm. Even like the tiniest like Votive is $35. Whoa. And so, I mean, the scents are wonderful. Yeah. You know, if any cozy listeners want to be a patron and send us a diptyque candle, it would be really appreciated (laughs) because we cannot afford that on our podcast budget. That's a lot of money. But yeah, so... You know, it, it was a, a classic Goldilocks situation when you're candle right. buying, like as we've all had, too hot and too cold. Yep, 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 yep. And then I finally saw the place I wanted to see. Like I'd been walking, I literally walked past it three times. Went in there, found a perfect choice. And actually, it's been a brand I've been meaning to review because you, I see them a lot at Urban Outfitters. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the the Patty Wax brand. They kind of look like the they're being held in like a ceramic or it looks it kind of looks like concrete to me, like it little uh, but holder. Very, I like the holder a lot. And um, there's, like, usually, like, a metallic paint mm-hmm. band on the bottom. This one's gold. Yes. And uh, so this this candle is patty wax. Uh, the scent is amber and smoke. It is a soy wax candle hand-poured in the USA. So uh, it was, you know, it was affordable. I will say that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't too bad. What do you think, Robert, of this candle? I could smell it as soon as I came in, and I can still... What I'll say is... It doesn't have a particular scent that I'm picking up on, but it has a very the scent that is lingering. Just feels very. It smells like warmth more so than like any particular thing. But I, I I smelled it as soon as I came in, and I'm still getting that warmth off of it. So I think that it's to me that's a success. Yeah, it the the smokiness is definitely coming through, mm-hmm. but it's not that gross kind of like ugh. I want the smoke smell no, off my no, clothes no, 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 no. like that yeah. clingy smoke smell yeah. it's like a nice atmospheric yeah it, it feels kind of like it's cleansing the the scent in the room almost yes or, or like you know when you're like walking into a room in like the radiator with like an old-timey radiator mm-hmm. and it just like smells warm right that's what it smells like yeah absolutely i'm, I'm getting kind of like log cabiny vibes very from much it. so i really like this candle i think it's it's subtle you know it's 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 not too expensive. I wouldn't. I would say I wish it were like a couple dollars cheaper. Yeah, but it's not very big. So yeah, this, it would be my only criticism. Right. I got the, I got the smaller version of it. Yeah. They make they make larger ones, but you gotta pay more for those. Yeah. I am getting a, I, I'm getting the scent that I feel like I bought. Um. It's it has a decent throw. Mm-hmm. The, the throw smells like the scent that you smell when you put it up when you're yeah. at the store. Yeah. And I mean, and I think like that doesn't happen enough. Yeah. So I'm gonna give this a wick. I think it's a pretty solid candle i'll also give it a wick and i'll also say a hot tip for anyone is once that burns out just throw another candle right in that holder That's right nice exactly holder. it's a nice holder you can keep it yep. going so more value for your buck yeah so it pop that candle in the freezer yep pop that wax right out put a new one in yep don't throw away your holders buck reuse reduce recycle yeah and that is the message of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> all right um so that's everything for today. Robert, thank you so much oh, for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. I'm so, it's a dream of mine to. It was to a dream of ours. Oh, I, I love you guys so much. And I, and I really do love this podcast. I am a, uh, your number one fan. I've been listening for every episode. We've, we've been on a tear of having listeners as guests yeah. and I want to keep that going. So Absolutely. it's always, it's always great. And, um, I don't know. It's just we've been meaning to have Robert on. Robert's one of the coziest people I know. So oh. we hope to have you on again in the future. At any time. Where can people find you if they want more more Robert Balkovich? Um, right now, just on Twitter. Um, you can find me at Robert Balkovich. B as in boy, A-L-K-O-V as in Victor, I-C-H, no space. Um, my Twitter is not particularly cozy. But if you're interested in my in my musings, you can find them there. And um, Robert's a part of the All Things Cozy Facebook group. I am. Yeah, I don't post as as much as I should. I um, generally have not been on Facebook a lot because it's become a place that it feels increasingly uncozy to me so mm-hmm. i just avoid it at all costs yeah just best. just set like the group to your homepage. yeah that on your browser a, that's a great idea and that way you might avoid you know your timeline that's a great idea uh but yeah so Ro- robert's there uh, many of our cozy listeners are there please join us in the facebook group all things cozy podcast as always please like us on facebook please like us yeah. uh, <laughs> please follow us on instagram um, we're at All Things Cozy Podcast. Yeah, I guess, you know, go hop on to Apple Podcasts and yep. leave us a rating and a review. Um, did you say Instagram already? I think I did. Yes, Instagram, Facebook, Apple Podcasts. Great. Uh, like, rate, all that stuff. Subscribe. Post, let us know what's making you feel cozy. And yeah, as always, stay cozy. Stay cozy. Stay cozy.